Hey everyone, Pastor Sergio here. Welcome to the podcast. Every week we really seek to inspire new thoughts inside of you so that you can be encouraged to move forward in your leadership journey. I'm not sure where you are in your leadership journey, but I think it's so important to constantly, you know, remember that what you put inside is what's going to come outside. Come so the more truth you put inside, the more you're going to be able to give truth on the outside. And this leadership podcast is for you to inspire you, to cause you to be able to see God in a new way, see yourself in the right way so that you can move forward in the right direction. Today, I'm very excited because I have the privilege today to introduce to you Richard and Brittany Delamora. They've written two books. Uh, it's kind of a book duo. I think it's really cool. Uh, Richard's book is called Fresh and Brittany's book is called Fire. Uh, Richard Britt, it's good to have you on the podcast today. Thank hey, you thank you, Pastor. So much for we having us. We love you. Humble. It's grateful to be here with you. Well, I'm excited about this book because we're books, because I've never seen anyone write two books like this. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into the story of the book, mm-hmm. first of all, I want to tell everyone, Richard is my nephew. Yes. And Come Richard on. Delamore and Brittany Delamore, their family. Yeah. Um, very proud of them. They lead the young adult movement at Cornerstone Church. And Rich, how long have you been here from Santa Barbara when you moved? 2012. So I've been here about six years. Six years. Yep. Six and Brittany, years. when did you come to Cornerstone? December 2012. <sighs> almost six years. Come on. Come <laughs> and, on. And how did you guys meet? Brittany, give me the story. So uh, he preached a message one day and I was, you know, battling with, you know, my lifestyle and coming to surrender to God and the message that he preached literally changed my life. And so I saw him the following Wednesday before our midweek service at Starbucks. So I went up to him and I said, thank you so much for the message that you preach. I just want you to know that because of it, I broke up with my boyfriend and I'm going to do the purity ceremony at our church too. Like God is so good. And he just looked, you know, he was a little sad because he's like, oh, no, you broke up with your boyfriend. But I'm like, no, it was such a good thing. So I took a year off from dating just to really get to know God. And over that year, I really started to fall in love with the man that preached that message. Come on. And now we're married. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Attention, all preachers, single preachers. Come on. Your bride might be in the seat. Hey, it's this so is true. so true. So true. Today, I want to talk about your new books. Mm-hmm. And so, Rich, can you give me the insight? behind fresh yeah well fresh and fire the way this happened pastor really Britt and i were watching an interview and in the interview this lady asked a question to the the panel and she said you know how do i get back to the place where it feels like i'm a newlywed where it's fresh and on fire because I've been in my marriage and for the last five years, we've been struggling, we've been battling, and we've been challenging with keeping it fresh. And right then and there, Pastor, I felt like God started to speak to Brittany and I. And we were like, that's what we need to talk about fresh fire. Getting back to that place where your relationship is fresh and it's on fire for each other and it's on fire for God. So that's how that came about. That's great. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so Brittany, your fire, Richard's fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if you see this this couple, <laughs> you'll know that it's perfectly stated. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so true. Uh, Brittany, tell us about fire. 
So really, the books do go together. All of the chapter titles are the same on both of them, but the content is different. Mm -hmm. So my content is written specifically to the women from my perspective, and Richard's content is written to the men from his perspective. After they read each day, it's just a two-week challenge to more passionate relationship. Once they read each day on their own, they come together to take the challenge together. Mm -hmm. So that's where they're going to end up growing together and growing in God because because what they're going to do is they're going to bring God to, to the center of their marriage or to their relationship as they take on challenges like yeah. serving together, like praying together, um, breaking the routine. Because, you know, sometimes when you've been married a while or in a relationship for a while, what happens is you start to fall into a routine. Mm -hmm. When your love life becomes routine, then it becomes boring. Yeah. So there's just so many different things in our book that they're going to do together and they are going to grow closer to each other and to God. And that was the whole purpose of both of these books now i think everyone that's listening here i want to just uh, re recap this these books fresh fire are going to stir up your marriage yep. your relationships so that you can feel fresh mm -hmm. fire yeah. again yeah, exactly and how many weeks did you say it was Two Not, weeks. It's two a weeks. two week challenge. Fourteen days. That's 14 it. Fourteen days. That's it. Mm -hmm. And there's video curriculum, you said. Yes, there is. Tell Absolutely. me about the video curriculum, Rich. Cool. Um, yeah, after every chapter that you read, you go on the website and we give you a website that goes along with the book. And then from there we recap with you about every single chapter. So we break it down to you. We pretty much preach to you in that five to ten minutes about that chapter. And we do that because we want to be interactive with you. We want to grow with you. We want to do this challenge with you. So in the video, we're just talking about it, going through it so you could hear our heart. And we pray when you hear our heart that it, everything that we talked about would get deposited in you and it will grow your relationship. Why did this book need to be written? What was it about yourselves mm -hmm. that you felt like? We need to write this book. Yeah, well, Pastor, you know, you don't get a fire because you want one. You get a fire because you create one. And I believe oftentimes if we're not careful, just because we think that we light up a fire, we think that it's going to stay lit. But the reality, it isn't. You know, if you don't um, check up on the fire, if you don't protect the fire, if you don't keep adding wood to the fire, eventually that fire is going to dim. So what my wife and I did we prayed and we asked God this question, God, what are those pieces in our lives? Are those wood or those logs that we need to add to the fire that's going to get this fire going again, that's going to stir us up again? And God just started to place things in our heart, place things in our spirit that would break up that fire, that would stir that fire up and get it going again. So that's how um, that came about. And that's why we believe that this, this book is imperative for your life. So you don't allow that fire to grow dim because there's nothing worse about a lukewarm fire. There's nothing worse when a fire grows dim. You know why? Because when a fire grows dim, nobody gets the benefit from it. Nobody does. Yeah. Okay. I've never been around a fire with one log and everybody gets warm. <laughs> nobody gets gets warm yeah. the way that people get warm is when the fire is hot on fire and we just don't number one we want your relationship to be on fire but we want your relationship to be on fire for god as well because we believe that when our relationships on fire you know what we're doing we're glorifying god Amen. and we believe that our marriages our relationships should be glorifying god not ourselves when people look at you know brit and i I want people to know that our life, our marriage is to glorify him and how I go out there and, you know, lead 
shows me how I'm leading at home. And I believe, men, we need to lead strong or we need to, we need to lean in. And that's the reason why my wife and I really took time and wrote this book, Fresh Fire. I believe the number one reason, I mean, there's like probably three reasons out there mm-hmm. why marriages lose their fire. Mm-hmm. Number one, communication. Yes, right? yes. Mm-hmm. We always know that's, that's a problem, communication. Yep. Number two is unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number three is lacks, lacks of sexual intimacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so these are like the big three rocks, yeah, right? Exactly. That, you know, you throw money in there as yeah. well, but that's like a communication thing. Yeah. But I want to talk about the third. Yeah. Sexual intimacy, okay. because no one really wants to talk about the importance of sexual intimacy mm-hmm. in a marriage. Mm-hmm. And so you're talking about fresh fire. Yeah, yeah. You know, to every guy, that means, yeah. Yeah, come on. That means yeah. the bed's on yeah. fire. Let's Jesus. Go. You know, to a woman, it's like, oh, my heart's on fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I love the fact that you guys not only wrote this book, but Brittany, you've taken on a real big challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the challenges that God has given you the permission and the blessing to overcome is the adult industry mm-hmm. and how the adult industry has impacted marriages, you know, firsthand mm-hmm. of being the number one porn star in America, becoming converted, being the porn star of the preacher, mm-hmm. talking all around the world. You guys just came back from Australia. You guys went to, you're going to Italy. You went to Singapore. Yeah. Uh, where else did you guys go? Japan, Hong Kong, Indonesia, Indonesia. Uh-huh. So, and many other places that you guys will be going. Yeah. Uh, Brittany, tell us the your journey mm. um, and how, in the book, you talk about your journey mm. and the impact that your life experience has had on the book and what you can share with marriages. Mm-hmm. So my life has had, um, I've, I've learned a lot in my life just from all of the turmoil and everything that I've gone through in life. And so a lot of, you know, I do put some of my testimony in the book. For instance, um, we have a chapter called Love Keeps Record of Rights. Mm. And this is really in my in my chapter, I express the importance of, you know, if your husband or your boyfriend does have an issue with anything, even if it is something like pornography or whatever, if he comes to you, yeah. don't beat him over the head. You have to give him a safe place where he can come to you with mistakes. Mm. See, I learned this because growing up, we weren't allowed to make mistakes. We were expected to be perfect. Yeah. And if we did make a mistake, it was thrown over our to our faces for years and so I never felt safe going to my parents to ask for help so I would try to look for help in the outside world same is true in marriage if you don't feel safe going to your husband or wife you're gonna go to somebody so if you want your husband or your wife to come to you then you need to give them a safe place where they could come and they could Mm -hmm. talk to you and they know that you're gonna be their partner you're gonna be their backbone if they need it and you're gonna lead them closer to God and you're gonna help them um, overcome whatever battle they may be overcoming when you were in the industry did you ever was there ever a moment when you were getting close to getting out that you asked the question, why do these guys do this? Or what is it that drives men to this? 
men are visual. I don't think I ever had to ask myself that question. I just always knew because, you know, from the time I, I was a teenager, I was in Mexico in a strip club and I learned at a very young age that if you take your clothes off, you're going to get the attention of men. Yeah. See, for some reason, God wired men to be visual, but God wired women to be emotional. So mm -hmm. you want to win a woman over, you speak into her ear, you speak into her heart, yeah. you, you edify her, right? If you want to win a man over in the world, we learn that that's what they're going to be drawn to. They're visual people, right? And so I don't think I ever had to ask myself that question. It was just something that I learned from experience growing mm. up. I think that's important because most people don't understand that intricacy yeah. mm -hmm. that men are visual, mm -hmm. women are emotional. Mm -hmm. Rich, what do you say in the book to a guy who's like, okay, I'm struggling, it, whether it's alcohol, working too late, sports, a porn, it could be money, mm -hmm. it could be just, you know, the, the stress of family. What do you say in the book to a guy to keep it fresh? To keep it fresh? Well, I think the first thing, uh, one of the chapters we talk about is attentional devotionals. And that's really you. Attention to devotionals. No, intentional devotionals. Meaning, attentional devotionals. Yeah, where, where you're intentional, meaning you do this thing on purpose. See, with Britt and I, the way that we keep it fresh is because we put the Lord first. You know, the Bible teaches us in Matthew 6, 33, first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So if you want to add freshness to your relationship, if you want to add fire to your relationship, you need to first seek the Lord. You see, we can go and seek basketball. We can go and we can, uh, you could seek all these other avenues, but the reality is only this avenue is going to give you that fresh fire that you've been looking for. But how does this all happen? This all happens when we learn to seek the Lord. So my thing is for men. Men, when you seek God, there's no greater presence than God's presence. Because when you're in God's presence, that's when you get the power. When you're in God's presence, that's when you get wisdom. That's when you get revelation. That's when you get strength to be, to be able to overcome certain things in your life. So if you're battling with unforgiveness, it's pretty hard to hang out with Jesus and not him confronting you on right. some unforgiveness. I like if that. you're hanging out with Jesus, he's going to tell you to learn how to communicate to your wife. Mm -hmm. Husbands, we are the head of this household. God will speak to you. And if I like what you said, love, in order for you to get to a woman's heart, you got to get to her ear. Yeah. But you need to know the heart of a woman. And I love it. What I love about God is when you're hanging out with him, he will start to unveil certain things about your wife. He will start giving you little secrets because God's good like that. Yeah. He will give you little insights to be able to help your wife. But how does this hell happen? This all happens when we learn to seek the Lord. So good. Brittany, number two, seek the Lord. Number one, what do you say to a woman who who needs to learn how to recapture the heart of her man? Mm. So I really love the chapter. We kind of discussed break the routine. Um, break the routine is such an important chapter because, you know, I bring up the fact that, you know, with men and watching, say, sports games, like if you you never see a man that's intrigued with the sports game if he knows exactly what's going to happen, mm. right? Like the score is 101 versus two. It's like he's going to turn the TV off, right? But if it's 79 versus 78 and they're going into the fourth quarter and they're just like, oh, what's going to happen? 
like they're fired up, right? Because they don't know what's going to happen. You know who else knew how to break the routine was Jesus. One moment you see him spitting in the mud to heal a person mm. and rubbing it on his on a person's eyes. Come on. The next he's telling a person, walk, your faith has healed you. He's always breaking the routine to keep people guessing so that so that they don't grow over familiar with him. Okay, if we could learn to break the routine in our marriages, regardless if, if you're in a relationship, then break the routine by doing something that maybe your boyfriend has wanted you to do that you haven't been doing. I mean, obviously, um, keeping everything biblical, like don't get crazy, ladies. Yeah, yeah, but like in, in marriage, you know, I had to learn to break the routine with the f- types of foods that I was cooking. Okay, if if you, you know, only have intercourse on one night, break the routine. Get a little frisky with your husband. On, Dress up. Doll Dress yourself up. up. Look cute for him, ladies. <laughs> like break the routine. Do something that you know your man would want you to do that maybe you've just haven't been doing or you've been fighting the urge to do it. Come on. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I think that the books are going to have an impact on multiple generations mm-hmm. because people that are starting out need to know this. Mm-hmm. People that are in the middle need to know this. Yep. And people that had lost the fresh fire. Yep need to recapture it exactly now tell me this rich Brittany. when you see relationships today in your generation mm-hmm. from speaking to the millennial generation what are some of the things that concern you about the quality of relationships that you're seeing because remember we are in the midst yeah. of a viral generation yeah and you can't hug uh you can hug the the the, the telephone but it's not the same like hugging a real person. Yeah. And so we've become people who who make who say that they want uh, um, we, we want community, uh-huh. but we don't want to be accountable. Yeah. And so how do you get this generation to be committed to relationship? Even though they want community, they don't want accountability. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Pastor, in one of our chapters, we wrote um, a chapter called Disconnect from What's Disconnecting You. You know, in our generation today, I mean, we're connected to everything, right? And when it comes to social media, you can see what's going on with your, you know, your mother, your father. You can, you know, see what's going on around the world. And that's incredible. We have the ability now to be connected everywhere around the world. But what happens when you're connected to the world, but there's a disconnect with your partner? You see, what we believe what's happening, especially with the millennial generation, is they're teaching us how to post. They're teaching us how to stay connected. But the only issue is they're not teaching us how to stay connected in our relationship. So what Britt and I talk about in that chapter is learning to disconnect from the cell phone, learning to disconnect at times from social media, because oftentimes we master in the meaningless rather than mastering in the meaningful, where we actually take time and communicate with each other. See, Pastor, I believe one of the problems is we don't even know how to communicate anymore. I mean, we all we do is communicate on our phone. In our household, uh, we do not uh, have the cell phone present when we eat uh, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It's our time where my wife and I are communicating with each other. Why? Because the temptation to getting on that phone. Mm-hmm. But then here's what we're doing. We're spending countless hours connecting to other people, but you're not spending those hours on your partner. Mm -hmm. This is why that fire grows dim. This is the why we're not connecting. This is why relationships aren't prospering anymore. They're not strengthened anymore because we're allowing social media to affect us in a negative way if we aren't careful. Because most people today, they'll spend at least an hour. Yeah. Yeah. At least an hour. All day, all day, 
posting or yep. going through their posts. Yep. How many of those same people, do you guys not know if this is a statistic you're aware of, are spending that much face time with their partner? Exactly. So good. And yeah. that's one of our, on, on the challenge on that chapter too, is for that day, your challenge is that you're not going to go on your phone. If for some reason you're tempted to go on social media, then what we challenge you to do is reach out to your husband, reach out to your wife, send them a sweet little mm -hmm. text, uh, say a prayer, but whatever it is, stay off social media for that day. Mm -hmm. Then when you're in the presence of your spouse for that day, no cell phone. Mm -hmm. You need to disconnect from what's disconnecting you from your to your partner or wife yeah what i like about you two not only did i marry you yes you <laughs> did hello okay hello but your book titles really say it yeah you're fresh and you're fire yeah i mean that's angelic it's it rhymes i think it should be a rap hey okay but what do you do when you're talking to a couple that's called frigid uh -huh. okay and the other person is called fun uh-huh what do you do yeah because you're fresh fire i mean you guys i mean you guys have natural energy mm -hmm. natural um you guys connect well you have great chemistry yeah but what do you do when when some of the people that you're going to talk to is you've got frigid and you've got fire yeah yeah what do you tell them um what i tell them is let's go back to the beginning let's go back to where that axe head dropped off let's go back to how you got that name you see oftentimes we adapt uh, to a name because of the circumstances you know so what i would say is let's go back to the very beginning and let's change up your name a little bit frigid and so fun or whatever trust me the frigid person we're going to encourage you to be the passionate fun couple but how does this all happen well this all happens with retracing your steps and going back to the very beginning God can make us a new creation. God can give us a new name. But you have to be willing to take on the challenge and be willing to change these things in order to change the name. What are some of the challenges that you guys seen and that you write about in the book that people have to take on? Like, we'll start with Frigid. Yeah, Frigid. First thing is is the vision. You know, um, we talked about dreaming again in our first chapter. I f we feel as if if you lost your dream, you're going to lose your fire. If you lose your dream, you're going to lose your passionate name. Then you, what happens is if you lose your vision, then eventually you have no drive. You have no motivation. You know, I love it in the book of Genesis. The Bible teaches us that Joseph was a dreamer. But the scripture also teaches us that Joseph dreamt again. And I love that. And I believe for Frigid, if this is what we're going to talk about, I believe you need to go back and you need to dream again, man of God. You need to get your vision back. You need to get your fire back. But this all happens when we learn to recapture our vision, when we learn to recapture our dream. You so see, losing your dream yeah. makes you frigid. Give me another thing that causes, uh, what has caused frigid to be frigid? I'd say, um, well, we did discuss intentional devotionals, but honestly, if you're not spending time in God's presence, the Bible teaches us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if you're not spending time with God, where's your joy? You've mm. probably lost it. You're probably hanging out in front of the TV, living a boring, purposeless life. But see, when you start hanging out with God, he reminds you of who you are. He reminds you of who you're called to yeah. be. He fires you up. And so that's very necessary as intentional devotionals, being intentional about getting into God's presence. Yeah. And one more thing I would add, one of our chapters, it's called the wisdom seekers. And uh, we actually talk about you, Pastor. Uh, you know, we believe that we need to hang around with the right people because the right people 
are going to stir you up. The right people are going to add fire to you. Um, what Britt and I love to do, Pastor, we love talking to you because friends, family, you cannot be around my pastor and not get fired up. True. Trust me. Um, I've been on the road with pastor for many years of my life. And every time I talk to my pastor, he always, I always ask him this question, Pastor, how are you doing? And he'll respond and tell me this, Richard, I'm fired up. Yes. He's always going to tell you that. And I love that about my pastor because the Bible teaches us iron sharpens iron. So a friend sharpens a friend. Maybe frigid, you went from being iron, being sharpened and dull because you don't have the right people around in your life. So the Bible teaches us that bad company okay, corrupts good character. You know, oftentimes, Pastor, I believe the reason why we're adapting that name and now we're called frigid is because we don't have the right people around us. Mm. Hey, you need people who are for you. You mm. need people that will lift your hands up like Aaron and her did Moses. Because friends, in relationships, in marriage, in life, you know, life's going to weigh us down. At times, we're going to have our hands raised. But, you know, in life, we're going to go through struggles. We're going to go through pain. And we have to have those people around us who are willing to lift us up in those hard times. Those people, when we want to say stop, they say, hey, keep going. Those people that when you have fallen down seven times, they pick you back up and say, nah, man, you're going to get back going again. I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to do whatever it takes for you. We need the right people in our lives. Amen. Brittany, talk to us about fire mm. because fire has to wait for frigid to turn up the temperature. Yeah. What does fire do while fire is sitting there looking at frigid and saying really yeah really yeah so give fire some advice so we have um uh declare it is one of our is one of our chapters and so what i believe that we need to do is we need to declare the things that we want to see over our partner's lives yeah. you know there's so much power in our words there's power of life and death so mm. what are you speaking over your partner yeah. you could be your partner's greatest source of strength in a season when they need you the most if you would just go out of your way to speak life over them fire them up remind them of why you guys got together remind them yes. of what you guys are fighting for in life you know be there but don't just try to dictate but lead with them get mm. in the trenches with them come on let's do this together come you on. know um and so that's what we need to do we need to declare it and we need to get in there with them yeah. and and pull them up when they're down mm. i like that because sometimes what happens is when someone doesn't have the response that you want yeah it could shut fire down no yeah. it's true and fire can begin to become like lukewarm yeah. fire mm -hmm. and so today those of you that are listening i'm talking to richard and Brittany Delamora. They've written amazing books called Fresh Fire. They're two books. Now, if, now let me ask this question. Are they two books? Are they sold separately or together? Separately. separately. Okay. So, so somebody might want to buy more Fresh Fire, mm -hmm. more Fresh or more Fire. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So gentlemen, um, Richard is Fresh. Ladies, Brittany is Fire. Come on. And I think it's a great opportunity um, for people, especially during Valentine's, Christmas, yep. yeah. uh, New anniversary, Year's. New Year's, yep. birthdays, bridal shower, bridal gifts, showers. wedding gifts. Because the truth is, everyone needs new thoughts yes. about the things that they're doing. Come on. No one's relationship is without a checkup. Every car eventually needs the oil to be changed. Hey, come on, Pastor. Every heart eventually needs a cleansing. Yep. Every body needs a cleansing. Yep. You know, sometimes we get nervous when we think about. Oh, you know, if I read this book, that means I'm having marriage problems. Is that true? No, not at all. So it, 
So listen, if you're buying these books, it's not because you have marriage problems. It's probably because you want to get smart about relationships. And the truth is, all of us need to grow mm-hmm. in our relationships. Um, Richard, give me a last thought for people that want to buy the book that are on the fence. What is it about the book that you are most excited about? What I'm most excited about is, is friends, one of the greatest investments that you can invest in is in your relationship. It's in your marriage. And what I'm excited about is seeing your relationships prosper. Because not only when your relationship prospers, you think, because when you're around a fire, it just doesn't affect you. It affects everyone around you. And I believe that when you purchase this book, Fresh Fire, not only is it going to get your relationship on fire, but I believe in the name of Jesus that's going to refire, refresh other relationships, all because your relationship has been impacted. Beautiful. Brittany, tell us why you are so excited about this book and why everyone needs to go get it right away. Yeah, I'm most excited because I just believe that when you sow into your marriage, that is one of the most important relationships other than your relationship with God that you can sow in. Mm. Your partner is going to be there with you forever. And so to go and take on this 14-day challenge to a more passionate relationship, your relationship is going to grow fresh on on fire with your with your husband and with God. And so this is a win-win situation because not only are you going to elevate your relationship with your husband, but your relationship with God is going to elevate as well. And so I'm fired up and I can't wait to hear the testimonies that are coming from this book because I know it's going to be amazing. And where do we get the book? On Amazon. On Amazon. Mm-hmm. Amazon. Just type in one of our names uh, and they'll bo- and then there'll be a little link that says that you can click to see both books. It'll say click to see the series. So just click that and then it'll show you both books on the page. What I'm excited, Richard, as we close today is that Amazon recorded that Fresh Fire was number one. Yeah. 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 Tell us about that very quickly. Yeah. Number one, a new release, Christian Marriage. Um, both and I, Fresh Fire hit number one. And, you know, we're just super grateful. It actually shows that there is a need. There's a need that people want their relationship to be fresh and on fire. And not only just uh, on fresh and fire, but to stay fresh and on fire. So that's just an incredible thing, Pastor. Let's go, guys. Richard, doing. Brittany, thank you so much for thank joining you. the podcast today. Friends and family, I really want to encourage you. Whether you are a reader or not, get this series of books. Fresh Fire is going to stir you up. And Brittany, thank you. And Richard, thank you for being a great model. Um, Family, relationship, marriage, leaders, preachers. Because the truth is, we need more Richard and Brittany's in the world. Thanks for joining today. Thank Thank you, you, Pastor. Pastor. The Church of Delamore Leadership Podcast.